0: Hello, and welcome to Yoga Coach Podcast from the Berkshires on this beautiful, magnificent, almost end of summer, pre autumn morning. I'm Tamara Page, E R Y T, at the 500 hour level. Looking forward to sharing 30 years of experience as a yoga practitioner and my years of instruction with you. And this morning, just like to start off, as always, thanking you for tuning in to today's episode. And look forward to sharing techniques and tools that promote health, promote happiness, and most of all, well being. Also, like to invite you to follow Yoga Coach Tamra on YouTube. We 15, 20 minute sessions, maybe to help you get your morning boost off or mid-afternoon mini workout in. And if you find that either of these platforms are meaningful, please subscribe and do share with others. So I'd like to wish everyone who is practicing Rosh Hashanah a happy and healthy new year, you know, celebrating with friends all over who, um, observe these holidays and just wanted to point out what a very auspicious week it's been with the Rosh Hashanah New Year, um, same day that fell on the new moon. And naturally, you know, the way things line up and the planets line up and um, things happen, it's very auspicious when something like that happens and they say that the new moon was grounded in a Taurus energy, which is a very grounding, earthy energy. So it's a very interesting time right now. So I just wanted to mention that. I'm not an astrologist and I don't even really follow astrology, but I do like to tune in to get my little forecast, almost like the weather forecast. What's happening with the planets? And and I do like to observe the new moon on a monthly ritual because that is a time for new beginnings. So naturally a new year, new moon, all new beginnings, releasing anything that doesn't serve us is um very functional this week and just something that you might want to take note of and so in you know reviewing and letting go of the importance of stepping away from the things That don't service anymore. Releasing, almost like pushing that delete button on the computer. You know how we just accumulate so much junk mail and so much junk in our computers that it just clogs things up. Well, yeah, that's always a good thing to do toward the end of any season and as we're approaching the end of summer and fresh start into autumn, into fall, in the next couple of weeks actually, it's not a bad idea to start observing that release of letting go of accumulation of things, letting go of things in our mind, maybe meditation. It's a good time to start a meditation practice because that's really what meditation is actually about. It's not having a blank or a clear mind, but it's like cleaning out your closet, just taking all of the accumulation of monkey mind or the thoughts that have piled up that just keep ruminating. And so, you know, good, good time to meditate and just kind of step away. And I've had this wonderful opportunity this week to step away from my life as I know it. And, you know, I live in Sarasota, but I had this wonderful, beautiful opportunity to come up to New England and just experience a full release from life as I know it. Not that my life is something that I need to get away from because I love what I'm creating in my day-to-day life and love my opportunities and new opportunities that present and the fabulous friends that I've cultivated since I've lived in Sarasota, but it's just important to step away from our routine, from the things that become so ordinary day in and day out and our schedules and rushing here and doing this and doing that. So, this wonderful opportunity to meet up with a fabulous, long life, beautiful yogi friend from New York who bought, I think, 26 acres out here in the Berkshires. And it is just so magnificent and so wonderful to get quiet for a little bit of time and experience the landscape that is so different from the beautiful setting that I live in in Sarasota it's just a different beauty but nature and different floral or birds different smells in the air and the mountains and it's it's just so wonderful for all of us to do that get away from our our lives as we know it and take little breaks and you know, find the value of clarity and um, release ourselves from any entanglements and and just refresh, push the reset button and refresh. And particularly after the last year and a half, we've all had some very interesting experiences. So that's what I would like to do in this week's episode is to just talk about stillness, and why stillness is meaningful. We can't be still and live our lives and be productive. We can have still moments, but stillness, you know, getting away from it all and just sitting back and being the observer of our lives is a very fascinating and very, very interesting experience, and from time to time over the years, I've had the opportunity to head on up to Omega Institute on the beautiful landscape there, and you know, just enter stillness, and Ananda Ashram, and other ashrams, and that that's been a routine thing for the last 30 years, really, is just to walk away from life as we know it and take these moments to get quiet and get still and that's what we've done this week, it's just so delightfully refreshing and enhancing, very life enhancing so finding time and creating space in our yoga practice our asana practice, you know, we're always looking to open and create new space. We call that akasha because we compress, right? Stress, things happen, the body tightens up and we practice and we want to open and create more space internally. And in meditation, that's essentially what we're doing as well, is creating more space between the thoughts, So, it allows us to remove or mitigate the endless chatter from the mind and just take time to reflect and release. So, we find ourselves, you know, from time to time, especially when we get quiet, as soon as you get still, oh my gosh, you think, oh, I'm going to relax. Well, typically it's the opposite. That's when the mental activity gets going and the churning and the jibber jabbering and you know we start to really rev it up and it takes a couple of days to decompress and and just allow things to settle and when we are able to settle and reflect it's very very interesting in fact if you ever have an opportunity to do a silent retreat where you are at a place where you're doing guided meditations and you're not talking to anyone for the number of days. It can be a four-day silent retreat. It can be seven. It can be even longer. Um, I happen to have done one with Buddhist nun, Pema Chodron, a number of years ago. And Wow, what a life-altering experience that was when I came out. The grass was greener. The sky was bluer. I was so much more clear, but it was very interesting how I took time to really sit with my thoughts because there was nobody to express my thoughts to. And that's what we have a tendency to do is project our thoughts onto others because it's very hard to work with the workings of our own mind, and we get trapped in this endless spewing of thoughts that just churn and rotate and rotate, and then, you know, how do we get rid of them? Oh, they're uncomfortable. Well, in a lot of the Buddhist tradition, the idea is not to try to get rid of the thoughts, but to sit with the discomfort and embrace it. Oh my gosh, that sounds so awful. And it's very hard but after a while, when you embrace the discomfort, you acknowledge the reality of whatever it is that's creating the discomfort and you're able to slowly dissipate that. And that's when the real peace, that's when the, the calm beneath the waves starts to be your perpetual presence of mind and and when you master that nothing in this life can disturb you so I'm just throwing that out there as one of the things that you might want to dabble with one day and experience for your yoga toolbox is having an opportunity to experience a silent retreat. Wow it's pretty powerful stuff not easy but powerful and life-altering. So vacation, good thing, stepping away, finding stillness, whether you're in your day-to-day life, finding stillness whether you're on vacation, is all part of the process. And of course we know yoga is just a process. There's no end goal. There's no, oh, enlightenment or I've arrived somewhere. It's day to day, moment to moment, experience to experience, just living and being the observer of life and trying to not react in the same way that we might have yesterday or 10 months ago or five years ago or 20 years ago, because some of us are carrying around lifelong reactions that are not serving in this time. So as we grow, as we enhance it's very interesting to observe. Momentary pause there as a family of deer six entered the lawn they were enjoying the apples from the tree. Yesterday we had gone over and taken a little stick and just shaken down apples and It was so beautiful. I'm sitting here recording this podcast, looking at this glass overlooking the mountains, and all of a sudden, this beautiful family of deer. So I paused. I appreciate your pausing with me for a moment. I just had to really embrace that moment as they were observing me, observing them, was trying not to startle them so that they would feel safe enough to be able to stay and continue to uh, devour their breakfast. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful moment. So all these unencountered experiences that life bring us, sometimes, you know, the, the pause, just hitting that button to take a moment and really be in the moment. Rather than continuing to talk and record, I thought, oh, I just have to take in this moment. It was so magnificent and so beautiful. And um, I am thrilled that I've had this opportunity to be here today and to share all of these experiences, and thought that it, it might be interesting. If we take time and just talk about the union of yoga, you know, where stillness does create the space and it doesn't happen naturally, right? It's something that we have to set aside time for. So meditation allows us, you know, to remove or mitigate, I should say, some of the endless chatter, so we find, you know, more place of stillness, level things off from time to time, and continue to keep that frame of mind as often as we can. Things, you know, do happen. And I thought it would be fun to just take a moment and do a little guided meditation. So you have something to practice with to get you started. And of course, there are many places where you can practice meditation formally. There are meditation centers, there are meditation apps, there are classes. You can practice at home if you are an experienced meditator. But for those who would like to get going, take a moment and find a comfortable spot And preferably to sit upright rather than to lie down so that your spine is erect, your chin is level, not looking down, not looking up, softening your throat, and as you're sitting comfortably in whatever position that is, be it a chair, be it on the floor, allow your lower body, your buttocks, your pelvic floor to just root, root down and start to feel the heaviness as you're seated in this moment. And as you take this moment, you want to gently lower your eyelids. It can be a half gaze or the eyelids can be closed. It's up to you. Notice the awareness of who you are in this moment. Become the observer of this person who is in this seated position and observe the breath. Without judging it, just observe. Is the breath short, shallow, fast? Or is it nice and slow and harmonious and without trying to change anything. Just observe and notice and envision that you've stepped away from your life as you know it. And you're tuning in to the awareness. A long, slow, steady inhalation with the release of a long, slow, steady exhalation. As you begin your journey, it begins with the breath. It begins within. And you make a conscious choice to tune into silence. Recognizing that things might arise and not to get upset because you are suddenly think you're meditating but you're having thoughts that arise, but to acknowledge that that is part of the process of learning meditation, is those thoughts will arise. And when they do, there's an acknowledgement, a moment of, oh my gosh, yes, here comes that thought again, it's so, obtrusive. It's just following me, even into my meditation practice. Why can't I let that go? Well, you can let that go. You can simply acknowledge it, label it, maybe label it as thought, thinking. Give it a name. Call it Miranda. Call it whatever you want. As long as you have an awareness of the fact that you are Thinking, and you're using your thinking mind, your intellectual mind, you can acknowledge that and release it. So, how do we release thoughts? Oh my gosh. Okay, well, there are multiple ways. I personally enjoy putting my thoughts onto a cloud. I'm a cloud watcher, and I do love knowing that, you know, every time a thought comes up that's repetitive or something that is not my most wonderful thought or something that it's just time to discard. I'll put it on a cloud because I love watching clouds float away. To me, that's a very soft, soothing way of releasing my thoughts. Some people like to use a hot air balloon. Maybe um, release with the wind. Maybe you put it in a little boat and watch it float away or on a wave in a bottle in the ocean. However you're most comfortable, I'd like for you to just take a moment and decide how you want to release your thoughts because that is the most meaningful part of the meditation. It's not what we bring in but what we are able to discard and what we're able to release. So once you've decided what your process is going to be for releasing, try to sit quietly. And notice the awareness of your breath. If it's at all possible... Just give a light, gentle, slow, steady at the base of the nostrils. Breath in, maybe count one, two, three. Pause for a moment and then exhale back three to one. If that number's too high, you can go lower. If the number's too low, you can go higher. Please modify. But what's really important is that we're tuning an awareness to one particular thing. And in this case, it's the breath. That's all that matters. And when you are tuning into the breath and you're noticing the color of your breath, the expression the length, the duration. Hopefully that will be enough to keep you attuned and and focused to one thing so that the mind isn't wandering. You can give your breath a color, maybe a particular color for breathing in, maybe a particular color for breathing out, maybe a texture, maybe a shape. Anything to try to stay attuned to the rhythm of the breath. And not if, but when thoughts arise, to simply acknowledge the thought and place it and discard and release that thought with whatever avenue you're choosing to use. And I can tell you that in the beginning, you'll spend more time releasing thoughts than you will focusing on your breath. It's just the process, and it takes practice. That's why we call it a meditation practice. So in this moment, I'd like for you to be still. Listen to your breath. Follow the awareness. Try to reside within that. Gently releasing any mental conditioning. Sometimes it's past projections. We wanna preserve the precious moment. Gentle breath in, followed by a long, slow, steady breath back out. In this judicious, selective process of choosing our thoughts Discarding the thoughts that are not serving us or not meaningful or can in some ways be detrimental. Having the ability and the skill to not let those thoughts overpower us but to recognize that we can release them is very liberating. Creates sovereignty independence, and it just takes practice, so as you sit quietly in this moment, focusing on the rhythm, steady, slow rhythm. Begin to visualize you're sitting in a place where there's surrounded by mountains and the sun rises and reveals her light as high as the cloud. And you're in this sanctuary with green everywhere rooted into the earth, just observing. Surrounded by towering trees that contrast the blue sky with clouds moving just as the wind is blowing the leaves, a sound of their own. They create their own music and that breeze just ushers in stillness as the vibration from the leaves offer their rustling and fluttering sound of their own symphony. Combination of songbirds, hawks gliding through the sky. You visually notice the leaves, the variety of the color and the foliage. Resting in the awareness of stillness. Resting in the awareness of breath. As you're audio sense becomes heightened, suddenly you notice the sound of nature, the chirping of the crickets, the brook running in the background, the water just flowing, the powerful sound as we open our ears, we open our awareness allow the sense organs to receive, allow the elements to enter through like osmosis, continuing to breathe and to relax as necessary, releasing thoughts and coming back again and again. When we let go or release into the wind, onto the cloud, to be carried away, we start to feel this peace of allowing more space in between those thoughts. And just sit with that space with your breath. Recognizing that space creates room for spirit to move through us. It's an energy, an energy flow, a vibration that allows us to align with our own illuminous energy. Slowly, steadily coming back. Recognizing that we're here in life for the experience. So allow it. Invite it. And as you slowly bring yourself back take a moment in stillness without focusing on the breath, without focusing on anything. Maybe taking a moment to have an attitude of gratitude, whatever it is that we might feel grateful for in this day starting now With love and gratitude thank you for joining me on this week's episode until we meet again find peace experience join your journey and continue to practice trust your intuition May life treat us all with kindness. May we all live in the universal force and flow of love. Namaste.